Welcome to the Fellowship Project Podcast. Hi, I'm Cullen, and with my friend Jonathan, we use the biblical concept of fellowship to encourage, comfort, and to challenge one another in our daily walks with God. As the Bible says in Proverbs 27 and 17, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And so, my friend, we welcome you to the conversation. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. It's Cullen and Jonathan. Uh, we are back from last week and we are ready to go. We got plenty to talk about, but yes, we're going to keep it short. Last time we did go a little long, you know, when people talk, you know. That's what they, happens. They just Real keep life. talking and talking and talking. Yep. I don't usually talk this much. Do I talk this much? Not usually, but I'm enjoying <laughs> it. We're having a great time doing it, man. I think we've learned a lot of, a lot about each other. These, Actually, yeah, I, I've learned a good it's, bit. It's, it's, it's good experiences for both of us, yeah. and hopefully for the people watching as well. Absolutely. Uh, we're hoping that you are continuously getting something out of this, um, You know, whether it's you know help in your own situations or maybe cataloging it for the future or at le- or even agreeing with us with the situation you did go through. Exactly. That's the point. Um, we want to com- – we're just talking about the Word and how it applies to our lives and kind of some of the issues we're going through. Exactly. Uh, you know, for example – work like today uh not today but like works work everyone has to make a living yep um it's not always fun sometimes but it's got to be done money's got to be made yeah we can pay tithes and support our families and didn't the bible the say God. something about work I don't know, I, yeah like i gotta remember that oh yeah that verse uh we're, we're still working on my philippians four thirteen. okay i can do all things through christ who strengthens me oh there you go that's where i want to go with it Okay. Because I find that if we take that attitude into the workplace and say, you know what, today, whether it's a Monday morning or a Friday morning, we can just walk in and say, hey, you know what, I can do all things. Mm-hmm. Not only does his word say it, but I can do all things through him. Yeah. So I, I have I automatically have a confidence boost in my life that says, you know what, I can go into this place no matter the storms I may face in there with a boss, with a coworker, or an outside person that might come into the shop that day or any any form of situation that anyone might be going through. But I have that knowledge in my head that says, you know what, I can do all things, mm-hmm. which means I can get through my work day, even though I'm tired, even though I'm exhausted, even though I might not have slept much or even though I might have a lot on my mind, I have to know that once I give it all to him, you know, I yeah. can survive the day. And, yeah, and it, it's going into what we're talking about today is putting God first, um, and everything. So, like, and we'll talk about three major things. So, we'll talk about work. We'll talk about our future and also the people around us. How can we have God, how can we continuously put God first even when we have to worry about every single thing? What, whether it's surviving, yep. you know, and getting getting the money we need to pay bills and to, and to continue on our life. And also thinking about the future fiscally you know like we want to make more money or we want to advance in certain things and then also dealing with people people are everyone's different everyone has a different care yep. and some people are nice some people aren't um is we are people <laughs> yeah it's, it's a it's a wide variety out there you meet mm-hmm. i meet a different type of person every day depending on where i go and it's it's sometimes it, it's amazing to me how there's so many different types of personalities out there mm-hmm. you know and you you realize you get comfortable around certain ones, and then when another one comes to you, you don't know how to react just quite yet. And yeah. it's it's really 
sometimes it's kind of overwhelming because you know like oh i know how to talk to these people but i don't necessarily know how to talk to this one and oh yeah your mind starts playing tricks on you but in the end we have to realize that people people do matter yes they do and they're a part of the the process yeah and let's talk about that first thing because with people we go to work and we work with people all the time and if we're being you know a lot of us some of us like our jobs better than others um, some of us have a hard time getting through our day and actually our expectation going to work is never good um, for some of us. Like, you know, there have been times the entire weeks I've gone by like, man, I really don't want to go to work today because I got to deal with this or right. I have to worry about this and I don't want to and I want to work on other things that I feel like are more important. But it's a constant struggle to like have that mindset of being positive. You know, like it's it really is a really a hard thing to do uh it's a struggle for all of us dude that's why i need coffee <laughs> I know. Hey, i'm I'm more of an energy energy drink person but i do like the occasional coffee and it helps man i need the boost you know like it just calms me yep. <laughs> and obviously coffee is not the answer it is a great we'll call it a little bit like a, a temporary medicine right i guess you could say because it's like it's a sub uh what's a placebo effect i guess you could say yep. Like it's, it kind of does something to you, but it re- it's like you just associate call. Like for me, I associate coffee with calmness and readiness and right. like I'm refreshed, but of course it's not really the coffee. It's just my mind thinking about the taste and associating with it. Anyway, I'm going in a rabbit yeah. hole. But another thing I like to do in the mornings is I like to actually put the scripture into work, you know, seeking God first. And I actually I do my devotion first thing in the morning when I wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's early. I, I might be a little tired, but I find that when I start my day out reading his word, the domino effect that happens throughout the rest of the day, it might, some days it might not end great, but I feel like I was more able to handle it Gotcha. throughout the day because I said, you know what, God, I just woke up, you know, obviously <laughs> brush my teeth and I, yeah. <laughs> I get ready and stuff. <laughs> and then I sit down in my recliner and I just, I dive into the word and I find that's when I have some of my most fantastic times with God you know yeah. I feel he really opens my mind to his word and he really speaks to me because I I feel like in my heart and you might feel the same way that I feel like he's saying wow you're gonna give this time to me first time of your day mm-hmm. I understand you did a little bit you got dressed and stuff like that but you're literally sitting down with me and saying God I want you to speak to me first and foremost this day because I want to know what you want me to do today yeah so yeah and and with that like you were saying it, it's your morning. That is your that is part of your morning routine. Right. Now let's. I want to kind of dig into this because I've had to do this in the recent year of really digging into doing that myself. Like when mm-hmm. I wake up, you know, it's like I get ready, I get dressed, I get my lunch prepared for the day, and then I'm like I, I go through a whole devotion. And um, l- let's talk about the process of getting that because a lot of people it was it was a hard process for me to get to that point. Right. So how did you get to that point? Like what what did you go through or what did you had to change? Um, I changed my habit of liking to sleep to the last possible minute. Yeah. That was the first thing I did. I actually started setting multiple alarms, so I already begin to wake myself up. But in my head, I'm thinking I'm sleeping in. Mm-hmm. So then on my alarm where I need to wake up in order to get stuff done before I have to leave for work, I'm more ready to go. I used to, I was a one alarm person. I just hop out of bed, barely walking, get ready, get out the door, go to work. Uh-huh. I was, and now I try to make myself say, you know what? I need to make time for things that are important in life, you know? And, and I've said, you know what, God, I'm going to set this time. And I found a great devotional app that I use and I just, 
I dive in it every morning. Which app do you use? I I use um Heed Reads Truth. Okay. And cool. I there's a uh, different subscription plans you can get on and I it's like I think it's like two ninety nine a month. Okay. It's, it's the best two ninety nine I ever spent. And what it is is it goes through the scripture and then it gives you somebody's real depiction, some no name person, you know, a leader, a pastor somewhere, no nobody famous, nobody, you know, with all the answers. And it's just normal people yeah. giving you their revelation of the scripture. Gotcha. That was read that day. And it's it's really it's really fascinating. I love it. So how much time do you spend on that? Usually about twenty minutes, okay. thirty minutes, and then I do some prayer time. Gotcha. After. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh that's yeah. That that yeah. What you went through, like I was last <clears throat> minute, like thirty I, I would always give myself thirty minutes exactly. to get ready. And that's all I needed. That's all I wanted to, to do. do the essentials. <laughs> to do the essentials. I wanted to sleep as much as possible. Then I had to wake up. It, then I go. And for me, I have a, I have a little bit more of a commute, so it's extra early. Right. Um, but around like last year, like I, I did have I've done devotions. I've done them at night. Try, nothing. Let's say I nothing concrete. Um, but of late, I have been waking up earlier. So at first, I tried to wake up like an hour and a half before right. I had to. Which was not it, it's it's difficult breaking that mold. Like exactly. I was like the first day I was like, Yeah, I got this. Yeah. Second You're day You're on was, fire. Second, second day, day like, like man, why am I up like this? And then third day I was like oh, I'll give it thirty minutes. Let's go. It, go takes, some, it takes some time to form Dude, a it habit actually, out of it. It took a toll on my body, like because yeah. of waking up that early and not adjusting my sleep schedule. Like I didn't go to bed early. I'd still stay <laughs> I went to yeah. bed at the Anyway, when you're like when you're changing your the whole habit that you go through, you got to change multiple parts. It's not just like oh, I'm gonna wake up earlier. Well, that right. means you gotta go sleep earlier mm-hmm. to catch that. It's all now, different kind of. But I finally, play, I yeah. finally found out where like I can wake up at 30 minutes a little earlier for me, and that's that's all I like. I say that's all I need. That's where I'm started right now. Um, like I get dressed it's in that process. first 30 minutes right? and then I just like, I have a devotional, like I read multiple, multiple devotionals through the Bible app. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all free. Uh, there's so many devotions. They have their own, like they have us a, a part where they're devote, do a whole devotion, but then they yep. have like whole chapters that you can read right now. I'm going through acts again, just, you know, just kind of going through each story and, and learning right. more, actually digging a little bit deeper and finding out more. You know, you, when you read the whole book, mm-hmm. like of Bible of the, like when you read the Bible and whole books and chapters, a lot of times you you miss things, um, and it's that's why we have to constantly read and eat from the Bible, like just to, so that way we can absorb as much as possible. Because there's yep. so many different little oh, there's yeah. little segments here and there that we always kind of miss. But that's like one good way that we can keep God first is keeping him first in our day, like right. actually starting the day with God. Um, and, yeah, it's— Majority majority of people's days lead to work or yeah. school. And to some people, school is work. You know, you're, you're, you're going to school to one day use your degree to yeah. make money and accomplish things. You know, it's, it's important in life, and it's, it's a great way to start off your day yeah. and, and help you to survive and— Make the best of the day. And I really think a, a key thing that we're going to go into today is like discipline. Discipline is key when it's, when it's, when it's dealing with God. God, yep. God doesn't like us following, you know, I say our feelings will betray us constantly. Our hearts right. are wicked right off the start. When we are born, we are born into sin, but God wants us to change that. But here's the thing. It's changing the very nature that we were born with. 
So just getting up earlier is is just a little bit of discipline. Yep. Like it it's, takes baby steps. And that little bit goes a long way. Yes. It, it, it like for example, at when I when I first you know when I took my job, like there was some de- you know old good weeks, bad weeks, terrible days, good days. Mondays were always obviously the worst because I'm coming out of the, the yeah. weekend. I was like, yeah. I was having fun. I yep. was hanging out with people I wanted to hang out with. Now I gotta go talk to people <laughs> that I really don't want to <clears throat> talk to. But when when I changed up my my schedule and how I do things, it it there's something that triggers in my brain now to where it's kind of like coffee, but it's longer lasting. Yeah. It lasts me more throughout the day. To where it gives me a positive light. When I'm able to talk to people, I could talk to them with kindness and right. less abruptness. Like if I wake up too early and I don't have coffee and I don't do the devotion, yep. if I forget, I could tell there's a there's a change in my mood where I'm a little bit more sharp with people. Yep. Um, which is dangerous because you don't want people to you don't want to hurt people. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to help people, to bless people, and right. to give them encouragement. Yeah. Fine. Discipline can be like a seed. For our spiritual man, oh, yeah. you know, and it can, the, the more we let it grow, <clears throat> the more roots we get established. And eventually, you know, we become stronger, not only in ourselves and in our own confidence to say, you know what, like you said, you know, like I need to be kind today. Yeah. That takes discipline because there's some mornings being honest. I don't want to be kind. I want to just know. drive to work, go to work, go home. But in my mind, I'm like, no, I, I can't be that. No. I'm gonna, if I'm going to be the light, I have to show the light. I You're, can't just sit like, down and sit back and be dark all day, yeah. you know, you're spending, eight, you're spending eight hours with people. Exactly. Like, and you're that constantly need, that seeing need that, love, yeah, that, that need compassion, that need, that need Jesus. Yeah. They need and, all of that. And, and putting God first and <clears throat> just doing that one small thing helps out. As you say, it's, it's, it's basically a domino effect. It just, exactly. it just helps continuously. It makes things a right. lot easier. For example, conversations about God. So like, let's kind of go into, okay, I got to make a living. I got to do my job. But I got, but also my spirit. I know I need to put God first. Right. So how do I do that when I'm doing my job? For example, like uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a good example that, uh, uh, like for example, if I'm working a cash register all day, like I got, I, you know, if 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 I had, you know, I was just at a retail store, you know, I'm dealing with people all day, taking in their things. How can I put God first? Because I got to just do that. That, Like for me, that'd be drone work. You know, I just lose my mind. Yep. You know, I'm just doing it Get lost. to do it. But how can I put God first? Hey, man, how, how are you doing today? Yeah. You having a great day today? Yeah. We're so glad you came into our store. You know, it's been a, it's, it's been a great pleasure serving you, you know. Hey, everybody makes fun of Chick-fil-A, but when they tell me my pleasure, it, it, it makes my day, man. It yeah. I'm like, man, you really think so? And I, I know they have to say that, but it, it makes me feel like, you know, that person cares mm. and, and in their mind they might not or in their mind they might be like us you know we want to reach somebody you know hey how you doing today you doing good yeah, yeah i'm doing great or or maybe some of them you never know, might say no hey you mind if i pray for you right quick gotcha lay a quick hand and just say a quick prayer man mm-hmm. i've had some i used to uh bag groceries and i had some pretty deep conversations with really? people bagging groceries because i i worked <laughs> at albertson's and we'd bring it out to the car with them and you'd be amazing it's amazing the conversations you can start mm-hmm. just by being open to that, being open to say, like, it's not out of the norm to have a small Bible study in the parking lot while you're working, helping to buy a little groceries. Yeah. Like when, when I got to that point in my mind that 
stuff like that literally can happen mm-hmm. if I want it to. Yeah. Because in the end, we're the determining factor. We are. We we decide how far that discipline's going to go. You know, and, and especially in the workplace, like you're saying, because it's easy to get in that mundane and just that constant flow where you just, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna work on this and then I'm going to move over here. Oh, they got something I got to do over here. And then we're just losing that. But if we always have it at the front for of mind if we always seek him first yeah and then it just he's gonna direct our path yeah it's yeah and i completely agree with you showing showing love and and it's like in the fibers of god of us putting god first yes it's and i'm gonna say it starts with discipline getting out of your old habits getting out of the old mindset the perspective that you have of like let's be truthful like the old perspective that we're trying to get out of is me you know it's all about me it's all about what i need what i want what i need selfishness it's it's there and then and we all fall short you know when it comes to fighting against selfishness let's be truthful we we want to feed ourselves we want to bless ourselves we want like i gotta make this money so i can get new things yada yada but even out of that you know just getting pulling ourselves out of the whole the motivation the the point of how our day is and when we put god first and like you said it's like when we talk, it's just just changing the way we talk, right? the way we greet people. Instead of saying, like, for example, a coworker might say, man, it really, it really, it's really terrible today. Like, it, right. it's not cool. Like, you know, this guy's doing this and this mm-hmm. guy's not doing that. And then sometimes, like, I'll even do this at work. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of give them a different perspective because people all have their reasons for doing things and whatnot. Yep. And I do believe that God um, wants us to, you know, Bless other people to to get you know not think terrible of them just right. to to encourage them to help them through whatever situation they go. It's like I'll, like I'll tell them, think about it like this. Think it from their way. So why would they do that? You know, like why are they thinking that way? Why do you and then why are you thinking that way? So let's let's compare the two, the two and try to find out instead of you developing a grudge exactly. out of nothing. Exactly. Let's let's figure out a way to work this out because that's even like. In a way, that's conflict resolution, but I think that's a God thing as well because mm-hmm. God doesn't, you know, he, he wants to give peace into situations. He wants to give people peace. He wants that wants them to feel love. They want, like, it, it, it's, there's so many ways I could say this, but, yeah, it's God wants peace. He wants to give peace to people. Yep. And we feel in, in the job situations, we feel like, you know, there's a lot of ripe opportunities for conflict. Let's be truthful. Right. There's a lot. <laughs> like, why did he do that? Come on. Oh, man. Why, why did you put that? Why did you do that? Why did you say that to them? Like, there's so many opportunities for the, the enemy to, to make a conflict. Right. And, and I feel if we have discipline enough, we change our perspective, we can actually bring peace to our workplace. And that's yep. getting God first. It, and draw people in. Yeah. And yeah, people, that's it. people are attracted to, I mean, just think about yourself or, you know, whoever's watching. Think about people you hang around with. You're naturally drawn to people with similar beliefs, similar passion to you. You know, mm-hmm. you, you talk to everybody, but you can find yourself, oh, this guy's he's peaceful. He's kind. He's he genuinely cares yeah. about my day. When he walks up to me in the break room and says, "Hey, hey, man, how's your day going? You know, anything I can pray for you about? I'm going to church tonight. I can put it down on the prayer list." And those people tend to, I've noticed even in my workplace that 
those people tend to come to you with the more serious issues oh, in yeah. their lives. Um, marriage troubles. Um, newborn babies. They, they're their first time being parents. They're you know, trusting it, you. They're, it's, it's yes, with not ridiculous jokes. And I know we all cut up at the workplace, but you know when it's different. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, I got to talk to you about something. Can you oh, yeah. call me later? Or, hey, man, can we go out to dinner and hang out and talk about some things? You know, you know that, hey, when I'm talking to Brother Cullen, I know I feel peace with him. I feel like he's not judging me. I feel like he's there with me. And that's what they want to feel. And, like, you just, it's, it's beautiful the way you said that just about the discipline. Because as long as I have the mindset that says, you know what, I can love people. I can do it, even if I'm having a bad day. Yeah. I can look at you, Cullen, and say, I love you, man even though my day might have been horrible because I want you to know that I'm here for you. Yeah. And I feel, I can feel the same peace with you that says, you know what? Color looks like he's having a bad day, but he's still supporting me. You know, mm-hmm. he's still lifting me up and like, you he's, know, go- he's going through the same stuff I'm exactly, going through, but he has exactly. a better attitude about it than me. And, yeah. And then there's, I'm, then I'm disciplining myself and say, well, why can't I act like that? And then I start putting it into work every day. I start planting that scene. I say, you know what? I can get up today. I might be tired, but you know what? Maybe I'm going to reach somebody today. Yeah. And and I and I really think it believe it, it spreads to your coworkers that they start, you know, they start acting more positive. Right. Not only will they right. bring you stuff like they trust you more, but they want to act like you. They want like they want that positivity to rain out. Like it. Let's it, it kills drama. Yep. We'll, we'll say the peace kills drama because drama is probably the case of it causes a lot of, you know, people getting terminated, just yep. ill will. Law, lawsuits like there's a call there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens but if we are just positive it's 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 amazing how we talked about from the beginning like discipline if we change our habits right yep. at the start of the day you know yep. and some of us wake up earlier than others but the main thing is that we start the day with a little di- bit of discipline right that it bleeds that and and not just discipline with like working out and whatnot but including God in those first bit moments of when we wake up. Right. Like, it, even if you're waking up at like 12 in the afternoon, if it's the first thing you're starting to dig into, and I know some of us are a little bit more, you know, our brains are a little bit less functioning at the beginning. Like, like at the beginning when I was doing this, no, it was just me just droning, trying to go, oh, I'm getting through the day, I'm going to get in my car, I'm going to work. Yeah. But if you start getting that discipline, you're, you're, you'll find that when you wake up, you'll know exactly what to do. Like yep. once you get through the, all the process of figuring out what your what your process is, because for example, not everyone's going to wake up at like six or five o'clock in the morning, and and do what I'm doing. Exactly. It, it's, it's it's rough. It, there's a lot of people who do it, but there's a lot of other people that that's not them, and that's okay. But mm-hmm. as long as there's somewhere in their life, in your life, and in, in in any of our lives, to start discipline, yep, and put God first in those moments, then it just—it's a domino effect. Yeah, it, it all falls into place. It is crazy. And let let's start talking. Like, so we started. We talked about our work and and how keeping God first in our work and like you know I gotta survive to mm-hmm. work, but if yep. I, as long as I put God first, like surviving is becomes to comes it becomes thriving. Like God will bless us. Through those times, especially when we are, you know, being, we are exuding him. I, that's a weird way of saying it. Sorry. But like yeah. when we show him, we are mm-hmm. a light to the world around us. And when we work and we show positivity and when we have that mindset of helping and serving others, 
then it's just going to be a domino effect yep. and it'll affect our future, which we're talking about next. Yep. It's the, the blessings. And I, I say the blessings that are to come from that, from the discipline and the change in mindset, but also how we keep God first. And when we seek the future, when like when, for example, I want to start a business in the future of, of a successful business, right? but I know that God's got to be in that for it to be successful. For exactly. Me. Exactly. So like, let's, let's talk about it. Um, yeah, scripture. Yeah, this scripture actually didn't have it in this part of the, my notes, but I feel like it's going to fit good right here. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. What that's telling me is that <clears throat> as long as I come to him, and as long as I seek him, as long as I know that his yoke is easy and the burden is light that he's going to give me, that shows me that he's going to be with me all the way. But it also shows me that he's going to show me rest when I need it in the hard times. Yeah. He's going to be there with, he's going to speak to me gently. He's going to wake me up when I need it. Yeah. He's going to shake me. He's going to send somebody into my life to say, hey, you know what? It's time to turn some things around for your future. Right now, you're just living in the past. See how many times I've been told that, man? And it was it was spot on. Yeah. Because a, lo- a lot of times... We find ourselves stuck in this rotation of my past is right here and I put it behind me, but it's in my peripheral vision. Yeah. And and we, we're doing this all the time. Hey, God's called you to preach. God's called you to pastor church. God's called you to minister. God's called you to the evangelist field. God's called you to be a missionary. But you're like this. And we can't ever get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And that burden is so heavy. Yeah. But when God breaks that yoke upon us, it becomes light. And that becomes washed away. So I guess my question to us is why Why do we still have it in the peripherals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm speaking to myself, Cullen. I'm being honest with you. I, gotcha. I do that sometimes. It could have been stuff from years ago when I was a teenager. And somebody say something to me now, and, and the first thing the enemy wants to pop in my head is, you're not worthy of that. You remember what you did. You, they don't know what they're talking about. But in my mind, I remember the scriptures that I read. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember that, you know, I've called you. You know, he's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. He has a purpose and a plan for us. And that's the th- things I want to propel me into the future, not the things that weighed me down all yeah. those years ago, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and, and it, it hurts me because I've been down that road, and it hurts me to see other people struggling with that because I know the pain that it brings because the burden's not always light. Yeah. And and, and it can really affect our future. Yeah, it, that's absolutely absolutely true. The burden is not easy to carry um, because especially if we keep on holding to our past. Absolutely. Just, just like what you're saying. is is, And that's not God, putting God first because God asks us to be faithful. God asks us to trust him. When you got to put God first, you're trusting him with all with your exactly. future. And let's, let's kind of dig into a little bit and putting God first and then also our, talking about our past but also about our f- desires for the future. Right. For example, me wanting to own a business in the future could I could say that's not a God thing. Of course that's not true when I say that now, but like like someone, you know, someone that's, you know, doesn't know God, they want to get a business, you know, yep. that's the but then they get into church. How does that factor in? Mm-hmm. So like I think there's still something there with our futures. But here here's the thing with with that. And and this is talking even about job interviews, about changing jobs about going to moving to places, new locations. Yep. 
it's understanding that God has a plan and a purpose for you. Yep. And letting him work in your life and not letting your past affect you, not letting your desires for what you want. Because sometimes Absolutely. sometimes what we want is not what God see knows what is like he yep. he sees that beautiful future that we're going to live. But what we want can be totally different. And yep. that want could be away from what God wills. Or it could be a weight for your future. Yes. Because the more the more we want something, the farther we're going to drift away from the future. Yes. Which is his ultimate plan for our lives. Oh, yeah. And, and it's tough because it's we, we all want what we want, man. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's selfish to say that, and I know myself, I'm selfish at times. I, I know what I want, but I know that there's a process to get there. Oh, yeah. I know that there's a path to that future, not just the way that, oh, I can get get it quick and go in and, oh, and yeah. get it done. It's it's not possible. I hate to hate to burst everybody's bubbles, but it's not possible to get like that. Yeah. If that was the case, we'd all be at the top of our games and we never have any struggles because I believe the struggles are a way to the future. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thankful for some things I've been through in my life. Yeah. I'm thankful for it. And I really do think that we can allow God to actually res- help us. If we really want to truly serve God, we want God first in our life. We can let him have control of our future. And it's in our prayer how we can do that. For example, when I pray, like when I'm praying, I feel like a transition's coming on. Or I need, like maybe I need a new job. Or I'm changing, you know, maybe I need to move away whatnot. I ask God, okay, Lord, you see me in my spot. You see me where I'm at. I, I need direction. I need your plan. And I know that not always it's a spoken voice. It's not a firm confirmation, but Lord, I know that you can close doors and I know that you can open doors and you can make it to where I can't open those closed doors. And there is, and you can make it obvious of the open doors. And so I ask God, bar the doors that need to be closed and open the doors that need to be open. And I'm going to walk through those doors. That's good. So like in a way I am at, I'm telling God like, okay, I'm going to step through. If I hit a barrier, I, and, and and it's an obvious barrier, I know it's not your will, Lord. Yep. So And I'm trusting God with my future. I could bar it. I can... Bust it down wide open. Yeah, I can do stuff to where it, like it truthfully would mess up the situation and mm. maybe make it to where mm. it would be more harmful to me than helpful. Absolutely. I could still get what I want, but it could hurt <laughs> the future that I want can hurt the future yeah. way ahead of that future. It's true. It's true. So yeah, it's, it's allowing God to move and to be able to trust God with your life. That is the main, if we're going to put God first in our future, it's trusting God with our future. Amen. We can have, that. we can have our desires and goals. That's right. And I do believe that God sees those desires and goals. He knows them and he can, and let's be truthful. He could fit those in his plan. Like, for example, if I go seek and go do what he wants me, what he wants me to do, he might reward me with those gifts, with those like. Oh, and and here's the thing: those things can be a blip on that whole massive mm-hmm. like path that God has. Like, oh, I hit my goal. Well, it wasn't that great, but I got it. Thank you, Lord. And then, but he yeah. had, but you start seeing the the next like the next better thing that he has for yeah. you. And so I have, yeah, I actually have a scripture talking about something that he has for us. Second Timothy four eight, henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, 
which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Mm -hmm. So our future is depicted on how we, not only how we love others, but how we love God. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to me that we have such promises like that. You know, we're, we're going to make it to heaven. You know, we're going to fill with the Holy Ghost. We've been baptized. We've, we've got the power flowing through us. You know, we have a crown waiting for us. We have mansions in heaven waiting for us. We get to see God face to face. We get to walk with prophets. We get to see people that we've only read about and, and felt that and feel that anointing that they felt on this earth and that we feel today, but see it physically. And it's just amazing to me how we have those kind of promises in, in, in our word and we still look back. And yeah. we still have that weight of our past, you know, and, and I think the ultimate goal putting God first in our future is to tear down the walls of the past, but also reflect on them because a testimony is, is a great thing to have. Yeah. And we're, we're all thankful for those. I know everybody has them. And even if you don't, don't feel bad. You'll, you'll get one eventually. It happens mm -hmm. because like I said, I, I firmly believe I'm thankful for the struggles. I'm thankful for them. Yeah. 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 You got anything else? <laughs> I think it's good. But yeah, that's that's the the future is vast and big and it's it's amazing what like because we just don't know what's gonna happen next. Yep. But God can move in our lives and he can actually allow us to see start seeing those things. He can allow us using you know, with our testimony, like you just said. With our testimony, we can use that for, like, pushing us to our future. And we are, sometimes we think our testimonies are small. And some of the stuff I've shared with people, it's it's right on the, it hits the hammer on the, hits the, what am I trying it, to say? It hits, it hits the, hand, the nail, wait, nail on the hammer? Like, yep. <laughs> yep. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really punches it in because yeah. they look at you and say, man, like, who told you? And yeah. you're like, nobody. <laughs> and they're like, that's exactly what I'm going through. I'm struggling with that too. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just me. And you know what's amazing to me? The stuff that I brought to people asking them about, it'll shock you, the people that told you stories. Pastors, evangelists. And you're like, no, bro, you didn't go through that. Stop. Like, yeah, man, it, it happened. It's real. Yeah. And and you like, all this time you think that people behind the pulpit and people doing all this are... You know, like you, you hold them on a pedestal and then they wake you up in reality like, I came from the same struggles you came from. I came from the same things, but I look to my future and look where I am today. Yeah. Look where we are today, you know, ministering to people and, and reaching out and sparking something. Mm -hmm. I really do think God's going to keep on moving through us as long as we allow God to move through us. Amen. That's the main thing, allowing God to move through us. Amen. We trust him. We have discipline. We let them in our lives. That future is going to look wonderful and great. Amen. And that test, we are going to Love be able it. to speak to yes. other people, which is our next thing is yes. keeping God first while we talk to other people. It's a hard <laughs> thing to do, depending on the people. Yeah. Some people, <laughs> but, it, it, we, we all, we're all different and we will disagree and we will, sometimes we will not like each other. But in the end, it's a soul. Yes. We are all, it's the, a soul. we are all sons and daughters of God. That's our mission here to, to reach those that are lost. Yeah, it's it's a hard pill to swallow because you know, being transparent, 
there's there's some people you just don't want to talk to, man. Yeah. And you, it's and it's not like in a bad way. It's just a sense of I know I might get rejection from reaching out to this person. Not not any one of them in particular in my mind. I'm just saying there's that person out there that you can tell their demeanor in church. You can tell, but God lays it on your heart, and you sit there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I know you've been there, man. Yeah. I, I t- that's a long way across the church. That man's there's no way that man or woman's gonna let me. You know they don't even look like they want to be here. Walk over there, lay hands on them. Holy Ghost falls, speaking in tongues. Yeah, that's when God wakes you up. It happened to me once, and it happened to me the other way. Walked over there, laid hands. Person did not move, man. Did not open his mouth. Did not close his eyes. And you know what? After all of this, it's like God quickened me in my spirit and said, "You see, it, it doesn't matter as long as you obey me. You did what I asked you to do." Yeah. It, sometimes it, it might not happen, but there's there's always a people have their own free will. Mm-hmm. So. It's it's open door. I just every time I feel it, I go. Yeah, it's allowing God to move through us. Yep. It, yeah, it's so important when we actually talk with people. Okay, let's let's talk about this before. Like we're kind of talking in a minister type mm-hmm. of way because we we do right now. We both believe that God loves everyone. Oh, absolutely. And we want to reach out absolutely. to everyone and bless everyone and tell God. You know, not tell God, but tell people about God and how all the wonderful things He has for them. But let's be truthful. Before this, we weren't. We you know. I didn't like people. Yeah, I didn't like certain people. I I wanted to I wanted to like knock some people like in their head just to like get get the point across or like it was I, a different I, path. I got a point. It was a different path. Like it, it's yeah it, it's and that's that's how majority of people are thinking. Um and that's and let's be truthful. Like every once in a while they'll sneak back and like oh, why are you thinking that way? Like come on, g- yeah. g- like don't don't go that way. Don't do that. <laughs> it's. It's crazy what people can just conjure up in their minds, but it's it's amazing to me when, like, you can look out over a crowd, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not just as ministers, as just a person, and you could just tell, like, the looks on some people's faces, they're like, is this real? Like, you know, like, is the Holy Ghost real? Is this power real? Yeah. You know, and, and I feel like when we, when we look at it and realize those people and genuinely talk to them, they're not just hungry for it. They, they genuinely want to know because... They just don't know what's going on. You can see them during worship. You know, we're all praying. We're all worshiping. We're into it. But there's always some people that are just sitting back watching, wondering, you know, what is this? How do I become a part of this? And I think when we're open our minds to the fact that we don't have to be a minister to minister to somebody. You know, I've helped people long before I was even called. You know, I I just had a burden and a passion for people, man. I just I wanted to help somebody. Yeah. It might not even been prayer, just just talking to someone after service, you know, just loving on them because I just I couldn't help myself. And then eventually, as I got older and God started revealing more and more to me, I, I realized what it was. It was it was that calling, just being birthed. But I just couldn't help myself, man. I yeah. wanted to be around people. I, I wanted to love on people. Yeah, and it's it's a great place to be. And the hardest part for me was I'm I was just a hermit. Yeah, but once I broke the shell, man, I was it was God moved. Yeah, so. I wanted to give some people some common sense I before I before, <laughs> before I let God move in my life. <laughs> <Let's>, uh, <laughs> it was rough. But it yeah, was rough. But yeah, like you said, everyone's going through something. They are thinking about something. Yep. They're they're wanting something more in their Mine's life. Always racing, man. And we can be the conduit to Amen. that something that's real, something that's whole, and something that will satisfy the soul that is hungry, yes, as thirsting for more in their life. Jesus. So yeah, we can all be. When we put God first in our lives, so like we kind of, well, let's do a little run through of what we talked about. So first off, we talked about discipline 
and how we can keep God first in our work and in our everyday life. Yep. Just a little bit of discipline at the beginning of our day. Sparks of fire. Sparks of fire. It's a domino effect throughout the day yep. where we are, we are being more positive. We are, we are t- speaking yes. to people in yes. a, in a way that is caring, that is loving and that is Christ-like. Amen. Uh, second of all, about our future, yep. you know, letting God work through us, letting God, trusting God with our future is a major thing in keeping God first is actually trusting him with our, with the plans of our future. Yep. And then lastly, with people is loving, loving them. As take, Christ loved the church. Yeah. Caring about them. Kind of like what we, we talked about in our day, yeah, like the discipline. It. You got to do it. With the discipline, it's it actually speaking with, love. Pe- with people and about, you know, the good goodness of God. Uh, and so, yeah, Amen. that's keeping God first is, it sounds complicated. It sounds hard, but it is is easy for, it's, it's, it's an easy thing to start yep. and it, and it's an easy thing to keep on going as long as we keep on, keep on doing it. Um, I hope that you have a blessed day. We thank you yes. for listening. We thank love you for you. showing up. We love you. Um, and we will see you next week. Yes. See you later. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast so much that you'd like to spend more time with us. A couple easy ways to keep the conversation going is for one, subscribe to the podcast for future episodes. And two, to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to hang out with us in real time. We thank you, we love you, and we pray that you are blessed. See you next time.